Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we discuss how to wisely manage your resources, your influence, and on today's episode, your student loan debt. Student loans. What if I don't have student loans? Uh, you probably do, statistically, uh, <laughs> because uh, four point no forty two point nine million Americans have student loan debt. So if you don't have student loan debt, you know somebody who has student loan debt. Right. Yeah. So this episode is quite literally for everyone because student loans and student loan debt is a hot button topic and issue. Oh, for sure. And we're going to provide some information that's going to be helpful to people who either have student loan debt or are considering student loan debt. So that means this is a great opportunity to learn, get some wisdom. So when you have conversations with those folks, you're a little more informed. But also, this is a great opportunity to share this podcast episode with somebody. Yeah, sometimes I don't want to be like, hey, here's all the details about stuff. I just want to be like, hey, I heard this podcast that you might also enjoy. Yes. Because that makes me come off as less of a know-it-all and more of a guy who knows about cool things. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So this podcast is one of those cool things. Yes. And now, in this episode, we have a cool person. Me? I mean... Daniel. I'm Daniel. Yes. You're Grant. Yep. And we have an we actual have cool person. Jared Kuiper. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is your first time on a podcast. It is. And we have asked you to be on the podcast for this particular episode. That's a generous way to say it. He was walking by the door of the <laughs> studio and we said, hey, come here. Yes. Yeah, and he's that, on the podcast that, That's now. how it happened. Yep. <laughs> I was coerced. Uh, your profession. What is your legal profession, Jared? I'm a home loan, home loan advisor. Right. I help people get mortgages. And as part of that process, you get to see people's credit reports. Yes, I do. And how many times have you seen student loan debt on a credit report? Uh, There is no way of knowing the answer to that. A lot. Yes, it's a ton. And student loan debt impacts the purchase of a home loan. Correct, yes. And student loan debt is also a part of politics and a hot-button topic. And Mm -hmm. even you have some thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Some of these, which you're scared to share. And I said, look, it's just your opinion. And we're all coming on this episode trying to help people become a better steward of things. And I think sharing those opinions, but also sharing your wise advice from your perspective is going to be extremely helpful. Because one of the questions that we're going to help answer is, should I pay off my student loan debt before buying a house? But before we get into that, Daniel, Jared, People are asking, should I pay off my student loan debt now if the government is just going to forgive it all anyways? Daniel, what do you think about that? I I definitely thought Biden was going to forgive it when he got into office that day. That's what I was told anyway. It was just going to be wiped clean. Uh-huh. Clean slate protocol. Mm. Right? Has that happened, Jared? No, it has not happened. Right. So student loan debt is still a thing. Yes, very much you so. Mean, you mean a politician didn't keep his promise? <laughs> yeah, a politician didn't keep his promise. Wow. Uh, and I think that's the, the real thing that we can learn from this. Should you just, you know, not worry about your student loan debt because the government is going to forgive it? Well, there's no certainty that the government's going to forgive it. Um, do you believe that the government is going to, one, follow through on their commitments? But then, two, is there any certainty in government right now, Jared? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, if if we've learned one thing from everything based on the last two years with the COVID stuff, with the recent elections, with social unrest, all these things, it's we know that we don't know (laughs) what the government is going to do. And uh, 
your payment, though, on that student loan is going to be due next month, right? Every single month, it's going to be paid. Um, Jared, what's the most lethal lethal thing that can happen to someone trying to buy a house as in regards to student loans? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things that affects people's ability to purchase a home is your payment history on your student loans. I've seen mm. so many times where people stop making payments on their student loans, mm-hmm. don't know that their student loans came out of deferment, mm. and then you look up and their credit report shows that they have 10 different late payments on their student loans and their wow. credit score is sub 600, which means like, hey, you are you might not be able to purchase a home because of that. Man. And they had no idea. They maybe even had the good intentions. Correct. Like, oh, man, I thought I was in deferment. Or, oh, man, I, I CNN or Fox told me that uh, Biden's going to forgive my loan, so I stopped paying him. Exactly. Like, we, we you can't do that. Um, so the answer of the question, should you work towards paying off your student loan? Should you continue paying on your student loan if... We think the government's going to forgive it anyway. Well, the key word is that is think. We don't know for sure what the government's going to do. And when you signed a student loan debt, you signed a, a, a note, an agreement, a legal binding contract that says you will pay. And unless there's another contract that comes on top of that and adjusts that, that payment is going to be due from you. So make the payment. Can you hope that the government will come in and take away your student loan debt? Sure, you can hope that. Uh, can you vote and uh, try to put politicians in place that will make that happen if that's the, the type of policy you want to in place? Sure, you can vote that way. But until then, make your payments. Yes. Make your payments. Um, yeah. All right. So another question that we uh, often get, and this is very relevant to you, Jared, and, and even a story that I think, Daniel, you're, you're going to share. Yeah, story time. Uh, is the question for this, you know, should you pay off your student loan debt before you buy a house? Should you pay off your student loan debt before you buy a house? Now, before we answer that question, Stewardship is a group of home loan insurance and investment advisors that serves people with wisdom and love. So we want to provide for you some wise and loving financial advice in this one minute money tip. Go ahead, Dan. What can you teach your kids about money? Well, here's the number one thing I focus on as a financial pro. If they want money, they have to go to work. That's it. If they need money, they got to go to work. Things are not just given to them. Money does not just get in their hands for free. So when we're walking down the aisles in the store and they see something that they want to buy and they ask me for it, I say, well, do you have any money? And if they say no, I say, well, if you want money, where do you have to go? And at this point, they're trained and they know they respond with, I got to go to work. To earn an income is extremely important. Income is the number one thing in anybody's financial portfolio. But here's what you do as a parent. You must provide for them income earning opportunities. So not only did I tell them that if they want money, they have to go to work, I also share with them at home, you can do these things, some chores, and earn some money. All right, Daniel, we uh, went into that one minute money tip, uh, kind of leading people into a story um, tell us the story, Daniel. Should sh- what what what? How does this question of should you pay off your student loan debt before buying a house relate to you? What did you do? Yes, let us crack the spine on the story of my life. Uh, <laughs> the book is opening. Okay, here we go. Um, so, as a non-financial expert, I am not a mortgage professional. I am a media producer. I think sure, pay off your student loans before buying a house, but not too much before buying a house. Mm-hmm. So, when my wife and I got married. 
uh, we we had some debt, and we paid it off because uh, a certain radio host told us to. Dave Ramsey. Um, yep. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, well, we, did, we did FPU through our church. and FPU's great. We learned a ton of great, important stuff, uh, and it really helped set us up for financial success in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those ways was pay off your debt as fast as you can. So we set out to pay off our debt of uh, – it was – Gosh, uh, I want to say twenty-eight thousand hmm. dollars. Wow! In ten months. Wow! Good Whoa. job, man. I might be wrong on the number. That's a lot of work. That's great. And student loan. Uh, student loan and some pots and pans. Wait, pots and pans. You had yeah. debt on pots and pans. That is not the story we're telling today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to. I want to hear this. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, anyways, you have debt on pots and pans and student, and student loan loans. debt. All right. And you were told by Dave. Pay off your debt. Pay Before off all your debt as fast as you can. Okay. Uh, so we did. We we worked. We sold everything. Congrats. Um, That's we, awesome. We became debt-free. Uh, and we said no to credit cards. And uh, then we met with stewardship to get a mortgage. Mm-hmm. We, we we wanted to, like, figure out, okay, how does this house buying thing go? And so we met with Greg, not Jared. Sorry, Jared. It's not personal. It's okay. Um, and Greg educated us and then uh, pulled our credit and... We had a credit score of zero. Why is that bad? Dave Ramsey says you can buy a house with a credit score of zero. What does the mortgage professional Jared say to that? No, that you, you cannot get a mortgage without at least two credit scores. You need two credit scores in order to get a mortgage that is subsidized by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. And that's the way you're going to get the best deal possible is a mortgage through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So there are three credit reporting mm-hmm. agencies, TransUnion, mm-hmm. Experian, and Equifax. And at least two of those three need to be showing a score for you in order for you to get the best mortgage possible. I think there's like some nuance and some weird ways to get a mortgage through FHA without a credit score. But I don't even know if that's legit in Arizona. I don't even – and I know for a fact it's not the best mortgage for you. Yeah, it is by no means the best mortgage for you. You're not going to be getting as good of a deal because the the lender lending you the money can't assess risk on you without mm. knowing what your credit scores are. So they don't know what they're getting into. So they're less likely to give you money at a good deal. So you couldn't buy a house then because you followed Dave Ramsey's advice. Yeah. And what year was that? Uh, that was in 20... 20- we paid it off on Christmas Eve of 2015. Wow, what mm-hmm. a fun celebration. So yeah, 2016, cool. you're looking to buy yep. a house. Trying to buy a house in 2016. How was the housing market for buying a house in 2016, Jared? It was great in 2016. Ideal. Yes. Rates were Amazing. low. Home prices were Stars are aligned. Low. Oh, man, you timed this perfectly. And we had money in savings. Wow. Man. Sorry, yeah. go buy the house. What happened? Well, we couldn't. Go well, buy some pots and pans. Couldn't get a mortgage because uh, though the risk on, on us was low, we couldn't prove that it was low mm. with those numbers. You have to play the game. Mm. We may have a system that's flawed in America. It, it might have some flaws. Might. But <laughs> it is the system that we have, and yeah. so we have to play within that system, and that means it's a good idea to have a credit score. So I think it would have been good if we had maintained the balances mm. a little bit on the student loan debt mm-hmm. uh, just for a time. And, you know, as Jared said, kept up with the payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even it's even fine, I think, to get ahead on payments – that's not a problem. Like if you pay down the balance fast, that's good. Mm. But just have a balance so the account stays open so the credit scores are maintained. So uh, the answer I'm to the frustrated. question – I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> but I've the, never seen Dan angry until now. <laughs> uh, the answer to the question, should you 
uh, pay off your student loans before buying a house. For your specific situation, it didn't work out. Yeah, it would have been a, a good idea not to. Right. And th- it ended up hurting you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason you followed Dave Ramsey's advice and following Dave Ramsey ended up not being great for you. Yeah. And I, look, I want to be clear. I like Dave Ramsey, and I agree with a large portion of the stuff he says. I taught Financial Peace University at my church for almost over a decade. I think a lot of the stuff he does is great. The biggest problem is he gives very like hard draw a line in the sand advice on certain financial things that require some nuance. Where here at Stewardship, we try with humility to say, hey, personal finances are personal and everybody's personal situation requires a little bit of personal advice. Can you say to a lot of people, yeah, you you probably should pay off your debt, your student loan debt prior to buying a house. But for your situation, that wasn't wise. Jared, when is it wise for somebody to pay off their student loan debt before buying their house? Well, let's say they couldn't qualify for a house because of the payments and they needed to pay off some student loans in order to qualify for the house that they, they wanted and the payment that they wanted. Then that would be a prudent way of paying off student debt before buying a house. Yes. So we talked about one of the qualifiers for buying a house, which is your credit score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another qualifier is your debt ratio. Correct. What is the ratio between how much monthly debt payments you have versus how much monthly income you have? And if you have, say, credit card payments, car payments, student loan payments, and those student loan payments are really high compared to the income that you're getting, that's a tough situation. And you're going to need to pay down that student loan debt or pay off some of that student loan debt so that your debt ratio comes lower. Correct. Yep. That's exactly – that's a great way of describing it. So the, the real answer to this question, should you pay off your student loan debt before buying a house? It depends. (laughs) right it it depends unfortunately yeah yeah, that's the only answer you can give people because it isn't a one-size-fits-all statement now let's try to make it easier for people to consume generally speaking i would say it comes down to those two risk risk assessments your credit score and your debt ratio Mm -hmm. is that is that a wise way of, of saying it like if you're the type of person who has a lot of debt compared to a lot of debt payments compared to your monthly income you probably are going to want to pay off the student loans first yes but if you're the type of person who that's not a problem for you, like your debt ratios are, are, are okay, meaning monthly you're getting by comfortably, the amount of monthly debt you have outgoing compared to the monthly income you have coming in, it's probably wise to look at getting something done. Yeah, I, th- I think those, those two scenarios that you described are very accurate. Okay, so there's another thing as it pertains to student loan debt. Um, there are some rules and laws associated. Like even sometimes on a credit report, Jared, it'll, it'll show someone's uh, student loan payment, but that's not really the payment they have. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the mortgage kind of guidelines used to be and what was the recent change? Yeah, so this guideline, these guidelines have probably changed more than any other type of guideline in my seven years of being in this business. Okay. Uh, they they change maybe yearly. Um, okay. Right now, well, there it, it used to be that you would look at someone's balance. Okay. And if their credit report showed a zero dollar payment, it didn't matter. You still had to factor a monthly debt payment against them in order to determine what they qualified for. Right. Okay. Now, depending on your loan type, that would be a different percentage. Right. So it would on the highest end, you would have to take a one percent 
of the balance and count it against what they would qualify for monthly, right? So, so essentially, underwriters looking at a loan file, they're trying to determine what the debt ratio is. On the credit report, it says zero dollars for the student loan payment, and the underwriter is like, "What? Yeah, right. That's a debt. They're going to have to make payments on that at some point." Correct. And a mortgage loan is a commitment for thirty years. Mm-hmm. So at some point within that thirty years, you know, you're going to have to make a payment. So the general rule was we're going to take 1% or half a percent or whatever the balance is, and that's what the payment will be. Yep. Well, what did that do to the payment sometimes if the balance was really high? Well, it made – I mean I've seen payments that are just extremely high. Like how the, how the heck are, is someone going to qualify for a home with this sort of payment on their student loan? So the guideline with this kind of made-up payment uh, was sometimes even higher than the mortgage payment they were trying to qualify for, which then meant yes. they didn't qualify. So the new change in the mortgage guidelines is – if you can prove that you have a $0 payment through documentation, then no monthly debt has to be counted against you. Okay. So getting that proof can sometimes be tough. But if you can get it, that's the way to go. Yes. Uh, it can be tough. I, I've i seen it a few times, but you need to get absolute um, documentation showing you owe $0 per month and yeah. that the payment is not expected to start up anytime in the near future. Yeah. You know, and the, and the conversation around this question of should you pay off your student loan debt before buying a house, it can be uh, correlated to so many other things. Should you buy a pay off your student loan debt before buying a car? Should you pay off your student loan debt before going on vacation? Should you? You can ask that question to so many of these things, and the advice that we've given is gonna be similar. A lot of it depends on your cash flow. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the bottom line. If if your Outgoing debts are, are pretty high compared to your income. There's not a lot of margin there. You should probably focus in on paying off some debt prior to making one of these moves. But if there's some comfort there, if, if there is some margin there, it's probably okay to do a couple of these things. Yeah. Um, now, we've also answered the question of, hey, should, should you pay off your, your debt or make payments on this debt if the government's going to step in? Well, look, even <laughs> – the payments are going to become due always, and we don't know what the government's going to do. But what about the the question here? Maybe you aren't don't have student loan debt. Maybe your son or daughter or grandson or, or granddaughter is about to go into college, and they're considering taking student loan debt. Should they take student loan debt? Is it a good idea? Jared, you have some thoughts about, hey – should we uh, forgive student loan debt or should we not? Just share with us kind of your thoughts about that. Yeah, so my my thoughts stem from having to have a not fun conversation so many times that I, I'm just kind of sick of it. I hate having this conversation with people telling someone, hey, I'm sorry, you don't qualify for a home because of your student loans. Mm-hmm. I've had to have that conversation or, hey, your credit score is not where it should be because you made late payments on your student loans. Mm-hmm. If your you, professional experience has wounded you a little bit about student loans. Correct. And if, if you heard the last two statements, they ended in because of student loans. Yes. Right. So I, I'm i against student loans. Mm. I honestly really truly wonder what would happen if we just banned student loans altogether. What would happen to people's finances if we mm. banned student loans altogether? So you're not saying forgive them, but you're saying ban them from Moving being forward. Given. Ban yeah. them moving forward. What would happen? Mm-hmm. Like, what what would happen? Well, I couldn't go to college. Well, except that I didn't go to college, and I have a really great job that I get to do what I love. Neither did, neither did I. <laughs> so, 
and uh, you know that obviously creates a whole different conversation but i think it is interesting to say well if the government is going to uh forgive student loans maybe we should start with preventing student loans or limiting student loans otherwise we're just gonna have to keep forgiving them at some point limiting i like limiting you limiting you have some thoughts on limiting right so i mean people can't get a mortgage because of their student loans Mm -hmm. because you have to prove that you can repay a mortgage that's what getting a mortgage process is about you have to prove that you can repay it but if i'm 17 and i'm about to graduate high school I just have to go to my guidance counselor and say, hey, can you help me get to college? And they'll say, yeah, here's some paperwork. Sign this. Yeah, that, that's, that's a whole different story that can bug me at times is how some of these young people have no idea what they're getting into, what mm-hmm. their payments are going to be, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, what, what they're actually getting out of it, right? Going to college is a good thing, but what if you're going to college and you're not even going to make enough money to ever pay that, those student loans back, yeah. right? That's something that needs to be looked at prior to getting student loans. Yeah, so as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, this episode's for everybody because you know somebody with student loan debt or maybe somebody who's considering student loan debt. So hopefully you forwarded this episode and now somebody you love and care about who's considering student loan debt is listening to this because as we were talking, you were like, yes, amen, brother, and you want them to consider this. Here's the answer to the question. Should you get student loan debt? Well, can you pay it? Before you sign the documentation from your school, university, or whatever that guidance counselor puts in front of you, you must ask these two questions. What's my payment going to be? Then what's my income going to be when I'm done with school here? Because as we talked about previously in the answer to some of the other questions, a lot of this has to do with your margin and your cash flow. So you need to have an understanding of, hmm, If my payment's going to be X, then I probably need to have an income of Y so that I can afford to make this payment. But a sad reality with so many student loan situations is that their student loan payments total exceed their income. So there's no even room for rent or food or, you know, utilities or gas or car or any of that. And I mean, that's beneficial to the politicians who are saying that they'll forgive the debt. Right. Because now all these people who can't afford to pay their student loans really want that person in office, whether or not they'll keep up with that promise. Right. And and whether or not we're saying, hey, student loan debt should be forgiven or not, I think we can all agree that students should uh, know what they're getting into before they get into it. Absolutely. I got student loan debt. I had zero idea what the payments were going to be. And I was just acting blindly on faith, hoping that they would be fine. And when I was done with school and I had to start paying, I had no idea what the dollar amounts were going to be on the payments. Hmm. And they just came and I just had to deal with it. I had no idea. I had no idea what they were going to be prior to signing. I had no idea what they were going to be when I was done with school. None of that information was at least prevalent in my mind. If it was presented to me, it wasn't presented well. And I just dealt with it. And to be honest, it was a burden on me and my wife. I mean, I got married. My wife didn't have any student loan debt. I did. And I carried into this some... Financial burdens and even some emotional guilt, like, oh, man, I'm burdened now. With my wife. Now I'm starting a business right out of college, and, and she's just teaching at a private school and her low income, and we've got to figure out a way to manage all of this stuff. It was, it was frustrating. Um, so, Jared, if you – if they were to pass, say, a law or a rule that said, all right, student, if you're going to obtain this debt, let's make it very obvious to you. Here's what the payments are going to be. 
oh, and by the way, based on the major that you're planning on, here's average incomes based on the state that you're planning to live in. What do you think would happen? How would that change things? I think that would help things out a lot just Mm. to have things be more transparent. I mean, let's be honest. A student loan is an investment in yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And there's no type of investment that you're going to invest in that you know you're going to lose money on, Mm. right? So if you show up front, here's how much it's going to cost you, but here's how much you're going to make. People might think twice mm. before taking out those student loans. Or think twice about their major mm-hmm. or think twice about their career, having just different thought processes going in. So the the question of should you get student loan debt, two, two things they got to know, Dan. How much yeah. is the payment going to be and what's my potential income going to be and can I afford that? Yeah. So I think it would be cool if there was an underwriting process, right? If there was a – like if there was regulation that said – you have to prove that you can pay it back, just like with mortgages. Mm-hmm. But that's not the reality that we live in right now. So underwrite yourself. Self-regulate. Yeah. Self-regulate. Yeah. Look at your major and consider. Like for me, as a media producer, I could have gone to college for this. There are lots of major programs for film production, audio production, all this stuff. YouTube. I could have done it. Or <laughs> I could go the YouTube route. Or I could yeah. go the Skillshare route. Or, yeah. You know, there are multiple avenues to achieve the goal you have in mind. And so look at that. Can you can you cash flow school? Can you do mm. school part-time and work part-time, right? Can you Do you need to go to that right. school? Does it need to be that school or does it need to be not college? And, and do you need that much debt to go to that school? Exactly. So yeah, underwrite yourself. See if you can repay it. It's a great way of putting it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure if you're asking the person giving you the loan, what's my payment going to be? They'll explain it. Like if you just keep asking yeah. for clarity mm-hmm. until you fully understand it, You'll get those answers. They're probably not used to those questions, though. That's true. That's yeah. true. You know, I think that with this the whole concept and idea, you know, being a good steward of student loan debt, that what that thing that we just came up with at the end of this, underwrite the loan yourself, man. That, that could change your life. Oh yeah. That'll change that'll change so much. Uh, I mean it's a skill that you can bring into every Every endeavor you pursue. Wow. <laughs> Should I start this company? Yeah. You know? Should I pursue this other goal I have? Yeah. yeah. It's just a way of thinking. Yeah. Underwrite it yourself. What's 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 the cost gonna be and what's my return gonna be on that cost and see if that math makes sense. That's a great way to be a good steward of any potential new student loan debt you're considering. And if you've already got that student loan debt, how can you continue to be a good steward? Look, you've committed to it. Make the payments. Don't wait for the government to do anything. (laughs) We know we can't count on them for much, uh, at least for some certainty anyways. And uh, should you buy or pay this off before doing any other things? Example, buying a house. Well, it depends on your situation. A lot of it has to do with your cash flow. I think that helps a lot in being a good steward of student loan debt. All right, guys, if you know anybody else who has student loan debt, forward this episode onto them so that they too can be a good steward of their situation. We'll see you later.